Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 365 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. I'm here. And Brian. Excuse me. You just dinged one of my bells. I had consent because they're my bells. All right. Carry on. <laughs> Tell us about the patrons and stuff. I, You know, I will. Before I get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Happen Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, Phil Feldman, and Dakota. Dakota. Dakota? Dakota. Yeah. We got a new one in there. Yeah. There is a new one in there. Carlos, you, uh, this weekend at Gen Con, were telling me something about like about patrons. What was that? Yeah, so I was looking at the planes f- flying by, and I realized <laughs> that we never at once brought up the fact that our uh, patrons all are really into skydiving. Are they? Yeah. yeah, they're so into it, though, that they do it without the parachutes. Oh, no. Are they just squirrels? No, so they have those like wing suits, all right? <laughs> You're familiar with those like flying squirrel suits, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they spread their wings and like, they, they catch the wind and they glide. Like around. Squirrel Girl. Exactly like Squirrel Girl, except that's not one of her powers, but yeah. It's right? not? No, it's not. What is, uh, is she, can she just like put a lot of nuts in her mouth? <laughs> she might be able to. You know what? Wow. I don't know. I'm not going to search it, but probably if you search for that, you can probably find that online. That was. But anyways, our patrons, <laughs> besides being able to put a lot of nuts in their mouth, oh, are able. Oh. Are, oh, like uh, they're there. able. They just jump out. Sky, like, they don't work. They. they oh. feel a so, bad for that one. <laughs> so you know, like uh, scouts when they do those, like they still have a parachute, right? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Our patrons don't. So, like the Red Bull ones who just smack on the side of the wall. And yeah, <laughs> no, not no, no, no. They uh. So, not only are you familiar with skydiving, are you familiar with people jet skiing without skis? Right. If you go fast enough sideways, you can go on your bare feet. Right? Uh, that's actually forward, but yeah. Yeah. So why did you think it was sideways? No, because if they get they get enough forward momentum while skydiving that they, they that's how they land. No, no, the I, no. Hand, hand. I, I want like I, I want I want to continue with this bit for a second, but <laughs> do you though? Or, in a second, I do, do, I do. You? But Brian, you know how barefoot skiing works, right? You go really fast. And you get, no. Okay. Why would I know that? You don't because know how water skiing barefoot works? I know. No, Carlos, you I, don't, because you said they had to go sideways. Yeah, well, because oh, they're in throwing that case, down. <laughs> yes, I do. In that I'm case, sorry. I'm an expert. <laughs> you got to go perpendicular to the gravity, right? That's how you got to go. No, what? No, what? Yeah, I got this. No, do you know how water skiing works? Yeah, you got to go really fast. Do you think they're going underwater? Oh no. God. I said perpendicular to gravity. Okay, how is that sideways? That is, I don't know. When you think of sideways, do you think going straight into the earth, or do you think perpendicular to the earth? No, so when I think of sideways, I feel like they're breaking their ankles. You know, I don't think our patrons are breaking their ankles, 
but they might be. I, I'm going to be honest, like sky, like doing the skydiving right into the sky. The okay, water I, I, we'll, we'll go back to your bit because I'm not going to be able to explain this to you right now. I know how it works. I'm going to do this off air. Oh my god. Anyway. Yeah, no. So they uh, skydive down. They're skydiving down. They put the wingsuits. They get enough forward, forward momentum. And they land on their feet and they skid on the water. Okay, so they just sky ski. Yeah, but on water. Yeah, Without no boats. A boat. No boats at all. Oh, no boats. And they hit the. And then they they skid. And then it's a little funny. It, I will admit, it's a little funny when our patrons hit the sand. And there's just so they're all of a sudden like running a little like as they're trying to just like stop themselves from like face planting in the sand. But it's pretty impressive. That sounds really adorable. <laughs> yeah. No, it's pretty impressive though that they can pull it off. Damn it! What the fuck? Your, your dog got my headphone cord wrapped around him. Don't and blame the dog. It's for the this. dog's. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Handle your cords. <sighs> You know, so uh, besides that, though, uh, if you if you'd like to become a we're still on that skydiving, <laughs> water skiing <laughs> motherfucker, head on over to patreon.com slash blind studios and become a patron today or uh, head over to blindnerdstudios.com, Click on the patron link above our homepage. And Help while us. you're uh, at our homepage, you can go ahead and click on that store link at uh, blindness or at. At blindnerdstudios.com, <laughs> click on the store link, or head over to teespring.com slash store slash blindnerdstudios. I have a lot of URLs written we here. Too many beers at Main Streeters. Carlos had too many beers. Carlos I had, had too many I beers at Main And it's rubbing off. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> you guys had an entire show about beers before this. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the problem. We it's all have had too many beers now. We've problem. had the right amount of beers. This Correct. is going to be a fun show, guys. <laughs> I guarantee it. We're we're honestly, like, we're freestyling. This is uh, what we're calling our free freestyle show uh so <laughs> nobody mean, nobody are, knows what segments are gonna happen aren't they all uh, i don't know ha- yeah no <laughs> is if we have some mystery segments showing up you know what that means carl's car corner show oh. god damn it no i'm not even done with the announcements yet you can't do oh god damn it Carlos so car anyways corner. uh i had a little uh talk so to me i had a little bit of uh so I had a little bit of an issue coming up recently. So I had a little bit of an issue. So I, Vegas, so I had a, I took some vacation off. Come right? to think about it, I don't see your car at all. Yeah, no, I fact, took my some, truck is in the driveway. I took some vacation. Why would you squish his car? I drove right over it. I didn't see it. I took some vacation off the last couple of weeks because I was like, I'm going to go camping. I'm going to yeah. go hit Indianapolis. Yep. I gotta go take some time off. How I did that is a jet setter. The yes. very day that I my, my day started <laughs> off, uh, my car wouldn't start. Uh, my starter went out. So you know, I play it safe. Uh, I couldn't bring my car in until the following week, mm-hmm. which was great because like half the week I was out of town. The other half of the week I just felt trapped and felt the walls ca- like slowly caging me in as I was stuck at home. So how is that different than work? Yeah, because I had nothing else to do. So where's your car? So hey, my car. Oh, wait, hang on, Carlos. Before we feel bad for you about <laughs> the the walls caving in. Yeah. Was my what, what 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 were your actual plans for like if you had a car, in what way would have you you utilized it? I had a gun lunch. <laughs> that's uh, I, admit, I mean that's about it. No, it's more about the concept of totally like just valid. not being able to leave. Couldn't you have just tricked yourself into thinking that you had a car? Because uh, yes. did I did I not give you basically free reign of my car? You did, but I don't like to do that. I used your car like one or two times, but that was about it. it I, it's this is the concept. Was it to go get food? 
No, it was not. What? Yeah, he never actually used it for the purpose that he wanted to use it for. So no. what did you for things I needed to use? I have it for. so many questions. Like, the, okay, I what did you them. what did you use it for? And where is your car? Oh, my car is still in the garage because uh, not bring, not this garage, the actual like, so the auto garage. So Casey would be able to tell you uh, that my car was making this rattling sound. It turns out that for was, a year that was for a reason. For a year, there was a loose tire. Only a year. It wasn't for and Brian. it was just a loose tire. Come on, Brian. Casey. You're, it, you're, it, you're, it, it was a loose tire rod. Tie rod. Tie rod, uh, tie rod tie was rod. just like going around. Oh there. no no no! It was the tire Flapping named in the rod. Wind. So the tie rod was just flapping in the wind, apparently, and that's not good. That's not how tie rods work. So anyways, nope. that's uh, that's getting fixed now, so that bumped up the, uh, it wasn't just an oil change, and uh, started. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, so it started, went out. That's yeah. So the real reason he brought his car in was because the starter went out. And then it wasn't because of the rattling. And they found some other cars. No, we knew the, the rattling. Yeah. Oh. It turns out, by the way, that if your starter is not going, you can hit it with a hammer lightly. Not hard. Uh, we didn't use a hammer. We used a fire poker. I used it as an example that you could use a hammer. You know, uh, but like you got to go lightly because you don't want to hit hard because you might damage it. But like you get the uh, it gets the brushes going, gets them the connection they need to get your starter going. For Carlos, a while is longer. this uh, information that you had, or did you pick this up from? Somebody? No, this is this is Google. <laughs> also, I, like, I looked this I up. I like to believe that he already knew that because this is Carlos's car. Cool. I'm actually, not, uh, it was it was kind of a funny. I'm story. I'm not gonna lie. I actually I did know this from years ago, but then I forgot it. We were we and were, this is like I slowly Rick re- re- Rick, re- Rick came this. over, um, and I had just brought my car in because I well Casey's car corner which we covered. Oh yeah, no. Um, yeah. and then uh, Rick was like, "Well, Carlos, we can just bang on your car and it'll start working again." And then that <laughs> happened. <laughs> yep. And I, uh, no, I had completely, like, I, and it turns out it was a completely different banging, and I've never recovered. So much banging. I'd, no, I, I had read about this years ago, and I completely forgot that that's well, how, how you could get it started going again. But anyways. You just had to bang it? Yeah, no, the stutter would have been no problem. It turns out the little tire rod flopping in the wind was the Tie issue. rod. Tie rod. Rod. I said it right. Anyways. No. Nope. Not not tire rod. No. <laughs> tie been, rod. This has been Carlos's car corner. We can get back in the rest of the starting announcements. That was really good. There are no callers we're calling in or any of that? Okay. No. Uh, we're, no. No. <laughs> what? No. Casey was too no. fed up. Just fucking no. Just fucking no. <laughs> I don't even want to pull it up. I could make a fun joke, but no, just no. Casey, what have you been up to? Uh, No, (laughs) we we haven't even gotten to what Carlos has been up to. We didn't. (laughs) (sighs) Told you it's gonna be a free form episode, Brian. I, you're ready for it. I know you are. (laughs) Your body's ready. Don't, don't <laughs> fucking, you know, these bells are sacred. You don't just ding them whenever you feel like it. I'm literally the only one who can. For <laughs> our purpose. For our listeners. Otherwise, Carlos gets mad. For our listeners who uh, may not be able to see what uh, Brian is doing, uh, he's got a bell in each hand. And he's got a finger on each nipple for those bells. And go ahead, uh, give us a little ring, Brian. Go, uh, now let's Ooh. give go a little double ring. No, we're done now. We're done now. You're not allowed to this give. This is Brian's Bell Corner. <laughs> Hello, caller, caller. You want what? You want to hear what? Uh, can you play? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay, move on. Can you God. play? Devil went down to Georgia on those bells. 
That's terrible. You're done. You don't. You don't. You don't have any other tones. You need more tones. So stupid. <laughs> All right. Anywho. Anywho. Carlos. Because I'm now done with the announcements, because everybody went over to teespring.com slash stores slash blind studios about our new pants pants. Yeah. No pants pants. You got to get them. Uh, what have you been up to uh, the past two weeks besides, because we're going to talk about this in a separate segment, besides Madeline and Gen Con? Oh, God. With, besides that. Uh, what, what, what did you do with your time off? Well, uh, I do what I usually do with my time off. Besides, for the purposes, I took t- some time off, or what well, I use as an excuse to take my yeah, time because off. Because I, I want to talk about, like, they, they both deserve their own, like, kind of little yeah. mini segment. So uh, I did nothing. Absolutely nothing. I, I, I was at home. I didn't work at all. Uh, the only thing, I, I went on my computer just put my timesheet in for a couple weeks just to get that out of the way. And it's like, I have not looked at my work emails. I got Carlos out to Pitchfork twice. Wow. And we went out for sushi one night. Uh-huh. Did we get sushi one night? Yep, uh, right before Madeline. Oh, yeah. Because I had a really good poop. It was a good night. Uh-huh. I'm old now. I remember things by the poops that I had. Oh, my. I don't. Thanks, they're Lando. All the, they're all the same to me. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll uh, get there someday. But, yeah, so that's basically what I did with my time off that wasn't with specific events that we will cover in a future segment. Yes. All right. Anything else? Nope. Brian, I feel like you've been up to a lot since the last time you've been on. Nope. Just kidding, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I moved, fully moved. I moved. Uh, met my neighbors, which is cool. Uh, they got a, a little bar and a hot tub in there. Shout out to the Downing neighbors. Shit. Yeah. <gasps> what? Are you going to make an entire podcast just called... Shed uh, like I, I know, well, so like there, 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 there's Downton Abbey. Like, are we gonna get Downing Abbey? No, we're gonna get, or Downton Brian. We're gonna get. Um, well, no, it's Downing Brian. Can you or tell, how about Chattel Brian? Chattel Dave no, Brian. No, what, no, what? No, no. My mailbox is on Tainter Street. Uh, we're gonna get the Tainters. So we're gonna get. We, the Tainter Tales. Tainter Tales. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the thing, is that I can't tell if I, I guess I, I'm going to have to check and see, but I don't know if I live on the south end of Tainter Street or the north end. You don't so know whether you're on the south taint or the north taint? Well, so here, here's what I, so I, the south I went. part of the taint is. I, I went and helped Brian move. And. Um, I met his sisters that day, which is a whole Possibly other thing. was that the easiest move you've ever... Uh, absolutely, because, uh, well, first of all... Tony did everybody. Tony did all the work the night before, yeah. because I'm pretty sure he's just angling for a bedroom in Brian's train room. But... Um, <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. But uh, actually, we, uh, we I accept. We, we all are accepting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian's train land is that thing. Um, anyway, so, but... They, they they were all obsessed with Tanner Street, and then I drove past and realized it was West Tanner. Yeah. And I'm like... That's weird. Well, where the fuck is East Tanner Street? Yeah. And then I pointed that out, and everybody was freaking out because they only realized just now that they only saw half of the taint. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you got to see it all. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. But nobody ever drove it. Nope, not yet. I've driven down it a bunch. Yeah? Have you seen East Tanner? No. 
No, I always take a left and and go. again. <laughs> go You're just driving right into the thigh. So, <laughs> so Brian, how's uh, been the golfing? Uh, we're not doing a frizz boys. No, 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 no. Carlos no, really no. wants to do. Frizz. No, no, you can't do a frizz boys until he gets back from the tournament next week. Yeah, yeah, tournament next week. Yeah. Yes. So I have to ask: Have you been uh, practicing at Chatel de Brian? What? A chateau. What is, what is chateau. Where did you get chateau? There's no at the end. No, no, Mattel. <laughs> no, there's chateau. There's no, <laughs> well, it's a silent L. It's a silent L, guys. I mean, it's a U. There's a U on the it's end. It's a chateau. <laughs> this is okay. What did you call him? Drunk locks or some shit? Oh, chug locks. <laughs> That's some chuglock speak. Oh, you've ne- you've never played Drinking Quest. Uh, no, he, he has. He's sure. just been drunk for it. Oh yeah, one, one of the characters in Drinking Quest is called Chuglock. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, our listeners, Drinking Quest is a fun drinking. Uh, there's also a uh, friend of the show, Jason Anarchy, who uh, he's actually been on this show, uh, uh, and he, and he was at Gen Con, but nice. he and didn't he didn't recognize me. Anyway, that's all this. That's all the stuff I've been up to. Oh, we're moving on. Yep. Moving okay. On. Uh, how how is uh, Pump House? It's fine. Okay, I'm just trying to make conversation like, before I go into whatever. It's like every bar. There's some interesting people. Do they play the music? Go pump it up. Pump it up. Um, they that? Yeah, they have a touch tunes, and I play it all the time. All right. so, so, I, like- <laughs> so I don't know if I've told this story. Um, about the same time Carlos was having issues with his starter, uh, my battery went out. It was actually the day before. Uh, so I had to go replace my battery, which uh, I did in a normal fashion by um, getting my car jumped and then driving to uh, oh oh O'Reilly's oh auto, auto parts, parts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and getting a new battery, <laughs> um, and then having the very helpful lady behind the counter replace it for me because uh, she said she would, and I didn't want to. No. It worked for me. Wait, did they put in the car for you? Yeah. Yep. Really? Oh, yeah. So she said, do you know how to replace this? And I said, no. Oh, I guessed. You guessed no. And then they do it for you. They do? Yeah, Since for free. Win. For free. That is, is it just batteries? Uh, Well, so they'll, they'll do anything if they have time to do it. Oh. I literally walked my battery into the store, and then they just gave me the new battery, and I had to walk out with it. Oh, I didn't do that. I, she Whatever, also, peasant. She, she also <laughs> took the old battery out of my car. Wow. You got the full service. That's crazy. I didn't they get must the full have been busy when you were there, Carlos. Uh, it was, it was they also were not. it was also very funny because my both my dad and I just because my dad like followed me just in case like something happened in my car like shut off or exploded or exploded, um, and so we both stood there and watched her change the battery. <laughs> and we're like, "Yep, that's how it's done." Wild. Uh, yeah, so we kind of felt like pieces of shit, but also, like, I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but... <laughs> no, you, you're, you're not wrong, like, we, we were pretty, like, but she also offered, and if somebody offers to do work for you, you don't say no. Yeah, right. Especially after you gave them... Batteries are so expensive Dude, now. They are extremely expensive. Like it was like 150 bucks yeah, for the economy battery. They're not cheap. 
Like, it only had, like, a one-year warranty on it and shit. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, then you're going to have to replace this again next year because bad things. Uh, anyway, so uh, it was also, like, I've had the car for seven years now, and it was still on the original battery. So it was time. Oh, that's right. We did talk about it. Yep, this. yeah, we may have talked about it. So that happened, um, and then uh, we did Madeline, which we're going to talk about uh, in a bit, um, and then came back for 60 hours, which I got to spend with my pupper, um, and we went to, actually, well, oh, man, so I, I want to talk about a thing, but we can't talk about a thing because I'm pretty sure the Pitchfork crew listens. But what? if you go into Pitchfork, here's, here's all I'll say. Love that place. Uh, fantastic. Um, look at the uh, picture of Mike Fredrickson, and then in a few weeks. It's in a black frame. It's in a black frame. What? Um, and in a few weeks, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Does it? What? You're going to have to tell me later then. We'll uh, tell you later. We'll, we'll tell you off the air, but it's, it's, very, it's, it's, it's a little tease. Uh, we, we, we cooked it up with uh, other Mike. Uh because all of us had time to kill. Yep. Okay. Except other Mike. He was kind of busy. He was very busy, but he loved well, our scheming. Probably bartending, was he? He likes making so they, other... They both bartend. Other Mike likes make, uh, making other other Mike unhappy. Um, yeah. But, so, uh, the biggest thing that happened <laughs> was Carlos and I went to Alamo Draft House for the first time since it reopened. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. Ooh. And we saw uh, uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Which was incredible, by the way. So, I but, went, I went in not a lot of a lot, not a lot of expectations. I had no idea what to expect. I'd heard good things, but I yep, go in there. We both went in pretty blind. It was a blast. Yep. Uh, and now I have bought tickets for I think three other events. One, I'm taking Mike Fredrickson to. We're going to go see the um, original Dune movie on the 27th. I want to go. You want? There's still tickets available, man. I'll let you know what seats are in. Then okay. And you can get one. I want to sit next to Mike. Well, I well, think we can make that. I want to hold his hand. That would be delightful, actually. If you can get it'd be Mike, awkward, but it'd be he great. won't do it. <laughs> he might. <laughs> it'll, it'll be right after him seeing the dead. He might. Yeah. <laughs> he might actually. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're doing that. Uh, I'm gonna go see Scream on the thirtieth. Oh my god. Which is gonna be great. So if yeah, if you is this this is the one in Woodbury, yeah. Yeah, uh, I actually have an extra ticket to Scream if you want to come. I will totally go. <laughs> this is what Valley Valley Creek Mall. Uh, yeah, right, right over there. Yeah, uh, it's it's my favorite place to see movies. I, I used won't to ride them anywhere else. My bike there when I was a kid, and really? there was just nothing but cornfields back in the day. No, there back in was. was there still a, a Halloween store there every year? No, there was no. a Bible store. A Bible store. Yep. Yeah, and there was a, by the devil. that that theater was a cinema cafe. And that was one no of Cinema Cafe was uh, farther back because <laughs> uh, Alamo is a new building. Oh, yep, that's true. Yep, uh, but there was a Cinema Cafe, and when I was fifteen, I was I worked at. Cinema has Cafe. anybody yep. ever gone in one of those Bible stores, like the stores that are just chock full of all the Bible stuff? Yes, yes, they have. That, because I did when I was when I was Jesusy. Yeah. That's so boring. Bible store. There's nothing there. I, I should do like you get, one of those you tell get, get, You can get so many sculptures of angels or very shitty children's books. Uh, I mean, I don't know how shitty they are because they're basically just derivative off of the... Uh, you, do you guys remember uh, the Left Behind series? Yeah. Oh, and then there was the children's version. I was not familiar with that. Oh, yeah, because I was. because uh, Oh, and then you guys remember Pilgrim's Progress? It was a big like... 
uh, thing for a while. They made Little Pilgrim's Progress, which uh, was terrifying, but my dad read it to me anyway. What was the, uh, what's that one, uh, like, a children's, like, a detective's, like, fault, like, novel, like, a Encyclopedia Brown? So there was a Christian version of that. What? But he solved no problem. He solved nothing. There was a, Jesus. uh, there, there was a supernatural, um, like Christian, uh, like Goosebumps novel that I read. Really? Yeah. And mm. I, I, God, I wish I could remember the name because it was real dumb. Chain letter from uh, Jesus. Basically, it turns out they were all <laughs> witches and they were worshiping the devil. Oh my God. He needs to stop putting that ball in the water bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I threw that ball down the hall a couple minutes ago and water just sprayed. <laughs> it just, just sprayed. <laughs> this dog is nuts. As we've discussed previously, Lando, the studio dog's favorite thing to do is to drop his tennis ball in the water. All right, well, so no, besides- it's tennis ball right now was Frisbee. All right, so besides, anyway. besides the movie thing, um, I, yeah, we went to Pitchfork some more. And yeah. somehow missed all of those times, but whatever. You, you missed one. <sighs> you were there for the first one. That's true. So you, you missed 50%, Brian. And I invited you to the second one, but you were having dinner with Tony. Twas. Uh, yeah, and his kids. And his kids. Which was a lot of fun. But yeah, So, I mean, you're, I, it's not like you weren't invited. I know that. But do you remember how I found you guys the first time? I texted you. No, I walked in the building and I didn't see you, but then I saw Carlos's butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's a large man with his... Just kidding, it wasn't really that extreme. Carlos does have a good plumber's crack. You should become a plumber. I don't know. What are you talking about today? No. 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 Just in general. All right. Just in general, you find me about right. my butt care. crack. Carlos, <laughs> oh, we are going is. to do a beer segment now because we have oh, beer. Are we? <laughs> All right. I didn't think we would ever get to it. I didn't think so either. Oh, I just, boy. I would have been fine with just doing Carlos's car corner the whole time. I don't know. We'll split this one, Brian. I'm. Oh, I, I got to drink this one myself. Well, we uh, Brian, go get some uh, things while I look yes. this up. Carlos, you go ahead and open that. Um, and on, so this is Catch the Beat, and I honestly have no idea what brewery this is from. Civil Society Brewing. I've never heard of them. Jupiter, Florida. I didn't even know that was a place in Florida. All right, Catch the Beat, Civil Society. Um, so, first of all, bad branding, if I have to look this hard to figure out what beer this is. Oh, yeah, no, uh, Catch the Beats, like, they have a lot of, like, uh, little, like, uh, squares on there, uh, trying to, like, it's kind of like if you're showing, like, the volume levels or something, and, like, the beats that they'd be showing, uh, except, like, it's, uh, it's, like, it says Catch the Beat in there somewhere. Okay, so, I, I have looked up Catch, or uh, Civil Society Brewing. And I looked up the beer, Catch the Beat. Brian, looking at their website, can you tell me what kind of beer this is? Thank you. I couldn't either. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't mean to be mean to some of these breweries, but we have such a crowded marketplace now. Too crowded, and what? If you can't clearly market your beer 
Man, and it's Look, gotta be one of these fucking orange juice beers and, too. And I, like, I get it. the, I get the design like they're going for, like, like trying to go for that cool neon. All right, look. so on uh, on the can, I see double uh, IPA, eight point six percent. Yeah, and that's all the information we have about it. It doesn't. You know, like, I'm just gonna break it down. Like this, this can looks like it belongs as a, a generic can in the background of some movie like where absolutely it, it's not product placement it's just like oh we need a can here with some fake label here we go and we can't have a normal like brand because we'd get sued and or they're not our sponsor or whatever but yeah that's what this looks like we didn't even taste the beer and we're already talking shit no i i, <laughs> I well, it's got it's kind of gotten to this point with with these specific beers like i i don't like like it's just these hazy beers i can't I get good aroma, like hop wise, orange. You know, I mean, it's yeah. I it's all just, of these beers taste the same. They all smell the same, and the, the branding is so important. And I hate to say it, and I know I've talked about like not judging a beer by its label before, but this one is it's doing. it's so generic. Yeah. This is it is bursting with that the same orange grapefruit over the top, non bitter hop. Yeasty, that literally every other beer that looks and and they all look and taste like this, all of them, every single one. So, if Carlos, what, you, what they were going for, sorry, I uh, no, no, I, I want to give you a chance to talk. I just want to no, make sure I, Carlos has a chance. And yeah, it's... <sighs> all right. So, flavor wise, it's not bad, actually. It's uh. It's not as like uh, normally with like a double IPA, like I I would expect to get hit a little bit harder. But uh, you know, it's yeah, it tastes fine. It tastes like an IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really uh, is standing out about it, but it seems pretty solid. Those are my thoughts, Brian. Uh, it is everything what this beer style, is, and I'm using air quotes, supposed to be. Um, like the just take whatever I said before and, and yeah it's 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 a it's a well made beer it tastes good um, but there's like five hundred other ones out there that are exactly the fucking same as this. Why should I pick this one, especially yeah. with such lackluster branding? I like and yeah no no offense to the brewery. Um, no, it's, and it's and it's fairly fresh too. It and and it is, and it tastes good, and it's my my biggest my biggest problem right now is well, especially this is a brewery from Florida. Mm. I would have I would have a little bit more forgiveness with the branding if it was a local brewery. Yeah. Like if this was something that a brewery in town was pushing into the local market, it would make a lot more sense. I mean, it's the fact that I have very to squint e- efficient. And read like what style it is. Hmm. I, I I don't know. Um, but that being said, it's a great example of the style. I really like it. Oh yeah, definitely. it's a good beer. Like I and I feel bad that we're tearing apart branding. Mm. I don't. Carlos, give me a number. <sighs> you know, branding aside, and like I think like like their labels great great aside from the fact that you can't really read it. <laughs> it wasn't for the fact that you had to read you, the label. You cannot read the label. Like, if it, oh, it, the, and it's the same color. Like, 
It should be white text. You don't know what beer you're buying unless right, you right. really go searching. White text? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is so... But, like, otherwise, the beer is solid. I'm going to give it a 7. I, I really wish they would, like, push their branding up. But it's, like, it's an IPA. It's a double IPA. It's a solid double IPA. Uh, there's nothing really, like, as far flavor-wise, taste-wise, that's pushing it ahead of the pack there. But it's, like, a solid double IPA. Brian? Uh, yeah, all of what Carlos said. It's solid. Um... I mean, it's it's not super murky, which is fine. Um, I can't see myself drinking the entire 16-ounce can, and I definitely can't see myself having two of them. 10-ounce uh, would be great, and I'm going to throw it in at 7.25. I'm going to give it a 6. Um, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on your guys' side with flavor-wise, it's good. Um I'm not going to lie. I'm going to finish this sample and then pour a Stella. Yeah. Um, and that's where I'm at with this it's beer. It's heavy. It's, it's not what I'm looking for. It's 8.5%, and it doesn't, like, it's a heavy 8.5. Like, mm-hmm. there's some beers where they're like, you're like, 8.5, I Drink, can't even believe it. Drinkable 8.5. And, a half, and this, is, this isn't it. This is Which a gor- isn't to say it's boozy, but. This is a Gordon 8.5. Yeah. Um, and long-time listeners will know what that means. Uh, and Gordon will know what that means. He's an oaf, but he's our oaf. He's an oaf, but he's, he's our a, oaf. He's an ogre. Also, like, another point down just because of the fucking, like, I, I shouldn't have to work to figure out what beer you're giving me. Right. <coughs> I, like, the symbol for civil society is, like, I, I just noticed it. Like I, I can't even. You, see. you have to look for it. It's which... in the bottom right hand corner. I don't even know. I think it might be a pug with a hat on. Oh, it. I, I, I literally, um, until I saw it on the uh, on the ring, I had no idea what beer, what brewery this was. I mean, I like a pug with a hat on. No, I just uh, the the branding's off, especially yeah. if it's a jaunty. Hat. And I, I hate that. Like we've kind of come to that point right now in craft beer where. You have to have good branding. There's, Otherwise, you have so many choices. Like it needs, to, at the very least, even if the branding is not great, it need, needs to be clear what you're buying and what you're drinking. I mean, like we could look at the best, uh, the best branding in the game, Hoppin Barrel, and uh, see what. <laughs> Man. And I'm just saying that because you're a patron, but uh... <laughs> yeah, you are paying him to say it. I am. I'm seeing you fork over a couple twenties right as I'm, God, as I'm speaking. It, I know. Every I'm time I say that, it's just like it's like a money, money machine. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Like it. <laughs> That's why I have two bells. Right, <laughs> one's the half barrel bell and one's the real one. <laughs> Uh, we're not quite getting into our... Well, actually, we are getting into our next segment. So this is more of a freeform segment. Carlos and I just spent two weeks uh, gallivanting, I'm going to say. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Madeline, because we haven't talked about that yet. And then we're going to talk about Gen Con, which I'm way more excited to talk about. But, Carlos, we're going to talk about Madeline for a second. Brian, unfortunately, you weren't able to make it, but you have been able to make it up to Madeline. So I feel like you're going to have some insights into our shenanigans and be able to point out things while we're talking about them. So, Carlos, Madeline, give me your rundown, bud. (laughs) 
give a rundown of Madeline and our perfectly, our very legal activity. We know Fires of the Beach because we are very legal. Actually, year. yeah, it was. So Madeline, uh, we stay at Big Bay Town Park, um, which has the best beach on the island. Yeah, no, no, huge fan. Wait, I didn't know it was not legal to light a fire. It on was the beach. A town park. Oh yeah, no, there's a giant sign that says no fires. Yeah. Well, what in the fuck? We, we just ignore that sign. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, yeah, no, this year, uh, though, like, there's a couple of very clear nights, though. Like, we went down on the beach a couple times, like, very clear sky, seeing the stars. Yeah, so last year you went, Brian, and it rained every day. Oh, that's right. This year. Dude, in, in fact, there was, like, a crazy-ass storm, kind of, yep. was it not? Yeah, uh, we had zero rain this year. It was absolutely perfect weather the entire time. It was actually crazy. I, w- I did not know what was happening. Like, we got drizzled on over the night, and I barely noticed because I'm so used to, like, get on the final night. Just because, like, I'm used to just getting poured on at some point in time. Well, and so I figured out, uh, so I brought a better tent so Matt couldn't drown me out like he usually does. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, and, like, and then Matt brought a worse tent, which I was really bummed if the rain didn't come, so he would have drowned himself. No, out. he would have drowned himself because he... Uh, yeah, that was wet. No, like, he, he, so... Matt actually brought a very interesting tent where, like, you just apparently, like, it pops up pretty quickly. Yeah, basically, he threw it on the ground and it went bloop. And the only, the only problem was, like, his cot was too big. for He his had a cot, cot. didn't fit. He brought a full-on cot. He brought a cot that was six inches too big for his tent. So it was stretched. And so, so it went out into the vestibule. If it rained, he would have been fucked. Well, not a, or or just not been able to sleep on a cot, right? Well, no, no, because it would like so it was also pushed up against the, like the walls, so like the water would just would have leaked in between oh. and like gone into the cot. <laughs> but thanks, Lando. But oh every no, it was a uh, juicy tennis ball. No, like oh, last night it only drizzled, so he even his tent was fine. Uh, so it did rain. And I drizzled. No, uh, I did about an hour. I didn't mm. use the bear burrito the this last year. Night. All right, whatever. Uh, I had bought a full on like ground tent uh, this year, uh, and I, I did have to borrow a uh, a ground uh, tarp, a, a uh, tarpulum ground sheet, a, gr- a tarp, a, a, a ground th- sh- not a ground sheet like so the, the thing that you put your your, uh, your sleeping bag on. Oh, so a tarp. Oh, oh, no, no, a sleeping bed. So Carlos, <laughs> uh, so actually you. Uh, so I gave Carlos my uh, my extra sleeping pad, and you can see where he put it and left it. It's right under that table over there. Um, I brought it down here after we got back. He, it was in my room. Okay, so he he brought it down to put it in the car, and then um, didn't put it in the car. So he showed up without anything to sleep on. I was I had a sleeping bag. Foolish. No, you would have been so cold. I welcome the cold. <laughs> Thanks, fucking Ice King or whatever the fuck they're called from Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> he does look like that. <laughs> I prefer Victor Freeze. Ice King. Hmm. I don't remember. Like the, remember. the White King. White the Walkers. White Walkers. Yeah, the White Walkers. Walkers. Yeah, but you're the king, like the Night King. Nah, I prefer the King Nigget. I prefer Doctor Walkers. I prefer Victor Freeze. Victor. Anyway, Madeline was great. It was a fantastic camping time. Yeah. Can we move on to yes, Gen Con now? Wow. Because holy fuck, was Gen Con great? So, the one downside uh, to Gen Con this year was that like there weren't as many booths this year. Uh, they the facility wasn't like well. Packed let's full let's of let's, let's 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 back up. All right. Yeah. So Gen Con. 
in 2019 yeah. was host to 75,000 nerds. Yeah. Oh my god. Right? It's a lot of nerds. Gen Con 2020 host to 0,000 mm. nerds because everybody was at home. Yeah. Gen Con 2021 30,000 nerds. See, that was like that year, the 70,000, that was the first time they'd been out of their basement and uh, their mom's basement. and You could smell it. Yeah. Uh, but not as bad because everybody serious? was wearing a mask. No, you couldn't, actually. I, oh, I, I, got, I got a few whiffs. Oh, yeah. It was, oof. Anyway. Um, anywho. Um, yeah, no, so uh, they didn't require vaccinations for it, but it was a 100% uh, masked event. Yeah. You had to be masked the entire time. And they pleased it really well. You had to have it like up over your nose. Yeah, I was uh, I was actually surprised that we actually saw the uh, the staff uh, telling people like to adjust their masks. Yep. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, no. So it was. But other than that, it was a fairly normal Gen Con. Yeah. Uh, we we got up there a day early for the first time and got to explore around uh, Indianapolis. No, yeah, we got to actually. So for the first time ever, got to see the Sun King Brewery. How great was that? They had a taqueria inside of the brewery. They had a place devoted to nachos inside the brewery, and that was pretty great. Oh man! And they just had a sign that said "Nacho." And I bought nachos, and I, I bought like you know, I'll just get a regular amount of nachos for the part of the group, and I, I convinced you get the half. It was too many nachos. The half was too many nachos. I can't imagine what the full is. It's gotta be a buttload of nachos. Like, cause we're well, we we were also like just trying to like have snacks along the way. Yeah. Cause we had just what uh what what was that uh, dive bar that we stopped at? Was it the Silver Dollar? Oh, I I think it might have been Silver, Silver Dollar. Dollar. So we we stop at this dive bar. Oh yeah yeah. So we we got to so like we're trying to look for some place anywhere to have lunch. Yeah, so we're, we're we're looking for a place to have lunch near the near the hotel. We get pulled and go to this like little like we this we, part, we find, this we found this like it and it's supposed to be like this this tap room uh slash like like it, it looks like a junior way. style thing. Except like the whole, entire street outside was like full. Well, we, it wasn't even the place we were looking for. Well, no, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the the place we were looking for, like they said they opened at eleven. Yeah, and they were closed. Yeah, and so I popped on my phone and my and. I was like, oh, well, there's this other place down the street that looks really good. And the entire and we get street there. is full of carnival stuff that's shut off. And the, <laughs> ne the, 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 next, the next place is closed. Stop. And all the carnival stuff is closed. And so we're walking back, and we're like, well, maybe we'll just get, like, an Uber back to the hotel, and then we'll head downtown, and we'll figure something out. And uh, I see this bar, or this dive bar, called the Silver Dollar. And they have food. Right? So... I, w I look at their, their menu, and it's like burgers and stuff, and we're with our buddy Matt Enberg, who uh, co-founder co of this podcast, uh, but if you're not a long-time listener, you wouldn't know that. Like, that's way, way back when, back in 2012. Long. Long time ago. Um, he's, a, he's a very picky eater. Basically, he eats burgers and fries, fish and chips. Those are his two meals. As long as, as long as they have one of those, he's happy. So every bar in Wisconsin, he's fine. Yeah. Um, so we, we go in, and they have uh, burgers and fries. And so he's just <laughs> good to go. <laughs> Lando, what Lando is the deal, He's just into it. It's just all, all about ball he's right now. He's just all ball all the time. So, 
we we walk we walk into this bedive and Indiana doesn't have uh uh smoking band in bars. Yeah, I was not expecting what? That. No, yep. we walk in and there's ashtrays everywhere. Yep. And you can smoke at the table, like whatever. Indiana does not it's it's That's a it's they, they I, leave it up to the city, not oh, okay. not not the there state. Well so the 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 city that we're staying in um allows smoking. Huh. So we walk in, and every every uh, table has an ashtray on it. The old timers at the bar are smoking cigarettes. So we go in, and there's this one waitress working, and um, I immediately ask, like the the obvious question, is your is your kitchen open? She's like, you can smoke, honey. She's like, yeah, but yes, is your kitchen open. But our guy called in. I'll do my best to make whatever you want. Oh my. Right, and so at that point we're like, ah, all right. But her big thing was like, I can't make the special. I can try to make whatever, and so we order just like a basic Western menu, or bur- we all order the same burger off the menu, like bacon and cheddar burger, bacon and with cheddar lettuce, burger with uh, yeah, and some barbecue sauce yeah. on it, and then onion rings. Yeah. Honestly, best burger we had all week. I I wouldn't say best burger we had a week, but it was way better than it should have been. For an eight dollar burger, for, it was fucking yeah, amazing. For eight dollars, it was way for better. $8 than it have been. For eight dollars for a burger and fries, it was so good. And then they're running a special on cores, so we had uh two dollar cores lights. Yeah, no, like I got out of there with a decent sized tip for twenty dollars. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like oh where I live. I know no it, it was it, it felt like home <laughs> and that's why we were just like yeah we're in two beers and some food and it like fifteen dollar tab like what the huh? yep are we in Wisconsin oh it was it was phenomenal uh, we had a great time she had a great time she was fantastic <laughs> thanks Lando this <laughs> mother. Lionel's trying to destroy the soundboard la- yeah usually he lays it down and like yeah he's on. he's been spending too much time with my mom that. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, no. Spoiled. So that, so we went from there, uh, and then we went to uh, Sun King Brewing, where we had uh, that. That was the brewery with the taqueri inside. Yeah, and like their beer is very good too. Beer was phenomenal. They do the Gen Con beer every year, which uh, this year it was Genevieve. Yeah, which was an Abbey style ale. Oh yeah, it was very good. It's very strong. Uh, and like it was hard for me to like we had one can left like when we got done with sushi the very last night of uh, Gen Con and it was like well I gotta drink this mm. so I drank well, yeah <laughs> yep um so we did that and then we uh what I think was the coolest brewery of the trip or the even the coolest place we went we went to St Joseph Brewing oh, yeah. um in downtown Indy which is in an old church that was amazing like to see a church converted into a brewery uh, I think on on, on Instagram I I called it the only church that would take us (laughs) no it's actually like a very impressive uh, use of space Uh, like it was like they had like a bunch of brewing equipment up like where like the uh, where the pulpit would be yeah they had seating up in the balcony yeah. Where, you know, like, um, as a kid where you go fuck around. Like, it wasn't like a giant church, but it was like, but it's in the middle of Indianapolis. So, I mean, it's like still like yep. pretty, pretty decent size. And like, it was, 
yeah, and like it had some solid food. Uh, and then we actually, went, I I have no recollection of the food. Uh, well, I we, have no memory of this. We place. we had a we had. A I remember the pretzel. beer was fantastic. We had a pretzel there. There's no memory there. of this. Yep. Food. And then we went to uh, the Bottle Works district. Yeah. Um, where I think we had the best food of the night. Yeah. No. Yeah. We went. So basically, it was was it called the garage. It was called uh, the Bottle Works garage. So um, if you picture picture a food court at like a, your local mall, and then cut out all the stores court. from the food from like a, from around that mall from the mall, so it's just the food court. So there, and then replace yeah. just the food court stores with like all like indie place like or so like, uh, for for local uh, Minneapolis St. Paul folks, think Keg and Case uh, Market. It's kind of like that, except the size of a city block instead of Ooh. a building. Um, it was, it was, it was really cool. Um, we had, I think in there we had oysters, um, haggis, and I got a Brazilian sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of different food there. I got a Brazilian sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I met some very nice girls. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Brian. I, yeah. I was there. I was there. Yeah. Um, no, uh, they had, yeah, I, it, it was phenomenal. Uh, highly recommend it. Like, go down there. There's a game shop down there called Moonshot Games uh, that's supposed to be really good. Uh, their booth was pretty solid at Gen Con, and they were running. Um, they they were subsidizing a bus to run every half hour from uh, Gen Con down to uh, that market. Wait, what was the place called? It was Moonshot. Moonshot Games. All right. Yep. Yeah. Every every half hour, uh, it was four bucks uh, round trip to get there and back. So. Yeah, and then and they like, ran that until like midnight. It and was like, really cool. So we haven't even talked about the convention itself so far. Oh, we talked a little bit about it. So, like, of course, like, as always, like, it wasn't quite as full as, like, as many booths as usual. <laughs> but, like, things falling. But it was still, like, there was still a pretty good turnout. Like, I still was able to get, like, a quite a couple, like, pretty cool indie games or, like, new upcoming RPG games. All right. Well, Carlos, we're about 50 minutes in. Uh, give me your five favorite games in Gen Con. I don't know if I could do five favorite. Give me your two. So that hero, uh, tales of the uh, tells the tome or something like that. It was that was actually a really so it's kind of like it's like, imagine if anybody has any of the Magic the Gathering and you don't have to know about Magic the Gathering, but <laughs> except instead of you don't have to fucking buy let's put, put all this huge money investment, you just buy this one game and then up to from like two to four people can play that or two to five people can play uh, this game. two to six, two to six. And like you just like choose a hero, and everybody's playing from the same deck. And you have to like try to like go off of your hero that you chose at the beginning. It's actually really cool. And then just try to go with the flow of like what cards you draw and try to win. And it was we also got into a really fun argument where we couldn't resolve it, and so we brought it to the guys the next day. Yeah. Who made the game? Like we came to them like, here's our problem, fix it, and, and they, they did. did. And they're like, Casey, you're right. 
And oh, so yeah, that t- you liked that. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, the way Casey was looking at it was correct, and like yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. So are they gonna so what, we, adjust we, the rule book or what? no? No, uh, probably not. They 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 they'll probably like add it to a thing and they'll call it the or, Casey's in, rule, or, or yeah, could or could have been buried in there. Like the rule book wasn't very large, but maybe I didn't look at the right. Page. Uh, so it, it's one of the cool things about going to Gen Con is if you buy a game, play it. And have a question about the rules, you can usually go track down the game designer the next day yeah. and be like, ah! Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. And they honestly, they love it. Like, though, I, I, they were so happy that, like, I asked them a question about their game. They're like, oh, so you fucking played it. Yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. You're right. Uh, Carlos is wrong. And, no, no. Uh, it wasn't a thing about, like, somebody being wrong. Like, we had actual genuine <laughs> questions that came up. And, and uh, like it All was a right. uh, like, uh, but like seriously though, that game was a blast. Uh, uh, the, this, so I, I I went up and asked him the question, right? And then he's immediately like, "Oh, dude, I love this." So last time somebody asked me a question like this, uh, he turned around to his group of friends and said, "I told you, fuckers, you were wrong." <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go. Yep. <laughs> No, and like that's actually one of the cool things about like being there uh, when you like come across the developers themselves is like seeing like when like when they get excited about you being excited about their game. Like, it's well, and great. so we we bought a game called uh, Wing It, yeah, which we which we haven't played yet, but the game designer is friends with the game designer of one of our favorite games. Uh, somebody has died. That is a f- great game. Somebody has. Um, and so she was explaining her game and Carlos and I were like, oh, we're fucking into this game. Yeah. And she's like, well, do you play games like this? And we're like, oh yeah, no, like one of our favorite games has been somebody's day. And she's like, I know that game. Like she's my friend and I, and yeah. like that was a really cool connection. Yes. And she agreed to be on the podcast then and there, which wow. I'm sorry, Molly. <laughs> sorry about uh, that. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Uh, you know, and so it's like the cool connections like that. Um, one of my favorite games that I picked up that we haven't had a chance to like play full, play through fully, but it just seems like the game for us is I bought a game called The Night Cage, and um, one of our favorite group games is Tesoro. Yeah, or Suro if you're Matt, um, and this is a horror version of that. Isn't Suro just the one where the ships go yeah. and yep. add the tiles? Yeah, but this yeah. is a horror version where the tiles disappear once cool. they, they leave your your line of sight. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. It's it's really what cool. What is the type of game that that is called? I don't know what, what the type. I, I just call it a Suro type game. It's right. a co-op game. Right on. Yeah, so like it's a co-op. Like everybody's it's a co-op like, map wor- game. Yeah, so okay. yeah, I guess co-op map. Like it's a map. It's a mapping game. Mm. Um, and it, I don't know, it looks really cool. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, we, we did a quick demo and immediately fell in love with it. And then the, the Cthulhu, like a trick game you picked up was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I picked up a, a couple of like small, like, so when I go to Gen Con, I have three criteria I look for games. One has to be done in an hour or less. Two, I have to be able to explain the rules to drunk people. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Three, it has to be fun for me. Like, it, like that's that's the third criteria. Um, 
and like the first two usually knock most games out. Like if there's too many pieces or whatever, I can't explain that to drunk people. Mm-hmm. Like, or if it takes more than an hour, like nobody has that kind of. Or if patience. it takes over half an hour to set up, that just kind of like ruins the movie. Yeah, uh, here you. Yeah, and so like if you look at our game shelf, a lot of them are. Very short games, and that's great. And I and I honestly like I have a bunch of games at home that take way too long to set up. Well, and, and they just never a couple get played. Of them and are it's kind un, of a a couple. Yeah, exactly. A couple of them are unplayed. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's kind of a bummer. There is a disc golf game called Birdie, and it. What was the disc golf game that we played? Because that was a lot of fun. That one was awesome. I don't remember. That what, was that card game one that you that have. One called? I'll look it up quick. But um, no, there's another one, full boards, everything with expansions that oh, it just takes so long to set up. It and took us, a pain it took us 30 minutes to get to the point where we were almost ready to start playing. And then everyone was like, okay, we only got like 45 more minutes. So then what, then what did we shift to? What's that Martian game where I always shoot everybody? Alienity, the Alien greatest Entity. game ever made. Yeah, I love that game. Also, Koo has new artwork. We, we played learned. that with yeah, Devin. Or and like uh, or like or, and like one of our like or like one of our go tos is always like some of those ILO games where like, oh yellow games yeah and so like, I bought I bought two more or three more of those because those are like always yep. easy to pick up and play pretty quickly. Yep. No, and it's uh, like. And I don't know if we're playing games wrong or whatever, but that's just that that's how our group plays yeah. games and it's fantastic. Yeah. I don't think we're playing games wrong. No. Uh, I also bought all of the like basically all of the expansions to uh uh drinks with frenemies because that is our drinking game of choice. No, Besides yeah. Drinking Quest. The problem with Drinking Quest is it limits the number of people. Yeah. Drinking Quest is amazing with four people. Oh yeah. Drinks the Frenemies is amazing with up to ten people. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. Did you blow his face? No, I, he was panting at me, so I started panting back at him, and he barked at me. Yeah, that, that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lando, I know. What? All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about Juncon? No, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad I did it again this year, and I, I'm I'm sad I missed it last year, but was, I'm glad I was able to make it this year. Um. All right, Carlos. What is our discussion topic for today? Oh, oh no. no news segment. So the discussion topic for today, you better ready to be Ryan, Brian. <laughs> I'm ready. You done the dogs going Lando. crazy at you. Yeah. <laughs> I barely did anything. Lando. So anyway. the topic for today is if you could drop anything off of any high location, what would your object be you would drop from a high location? Yes. And what would the high location be you'd be dropping it from? Wow, that was more than what he said. But anyway, no, you gotta uh, b- turn it up a little bit. <laughs> Crank it. It's turn. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little different. Such a nerd. <laughs> Anywho, well, who? I can't remember. You go first, or who? You can go first. Okay. Um. Listen. So when he told me about this earlier at Streeters, you you got you jumped up and went to the the head quick and. He mentioned it, and I immediately, my answer is twofold. So I, in my youth, one of the 900 jobs I had was to r- rip out old houses for this company that was flipping them. So I made, basically my job was demolition. I had demoed houses, pulled walls down, all kinds of crap. 
at one of the houses there was a TV, like an old bubble, you know, like TVs used to, you know, were CRT. Right. And I saw a friend of mine, he dropped a bowling ball into the TV, which was extremely satisfying. So I that made me think, oh, I'd like to drop a bowling ball off of blah, 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 whatever. But then I got to thinking in the cartoons, it's always like a piano being moved into like a super tall building. And so I was thinking actually piano is probably my answer. Ooh. And then how, how what was the other part? Oh, what what, what would you drop it from? Piano, man. Um, so what is uh, the Empire State Building is really tall, and if you throw a penny off of it, it'll, like, crush somebody's face? I don't know if that's true. Okay. I don't think that's true. I think the Empire State Building, because I'd like to see it, like, like go all the way through the pavement and shit, like, after it makes its, like... Oh, the piano uh, <laughs> noise. Like it's like, and then it just like keeps going. Like so, just have a camera just sitting there for yeah. when it falls down. Just see what, see if it makes the noise that all the cartoons make. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but that also conjured up images of anvils being dropped. But it's, I don't feel like that's the. As I don't think anvils make the same noise. No. I think they would utterly go through the sidewalk though. <laughs> I I want to also add that um, I'm all, I'm a little bit. Shocked that this topic has never come up. Oh, it's in very like weird that it has 800 episodes or whatever. The f- uh, 365. That's Actually, we, we've we've now done an entire. We could play a new episode every day now. I don't. Nobody would watch that. Listen to that. I feel like they would. Would they? <laughs> <laughs> Write us in and let and and let us know if you would. And if you would, yeah, send us a letter in the mail. And if you would, yeah, yeah, <laughs> snail mail only, please. To our PO box at. P.O. Box 100 Brian Tainter Street. <laughs> P.O. Box Brian Tainter Street. <laughs> All right, Carlos, do you do you want me to answer next or do you want to answer? I can go next. Uh, this is I think I've actually had a similar answer to a previous question. Uh, but basically what I would do would be t- like actually exact same building, Empire State Building. I feel like that's kind of a, a go, just like the, the default location to go to. Yep. Uh, but what I would be dropping would be a gigantic basket <laughs> full of Easy. thousands and thousands of bouncy balls oh, of no. various sizes, nice. and they dump them all down there. And I just, because I just want to see just them all bounce. And I want to see how many times they bounce. Well, Carlos, you're just you're just taking away from my dream of dropping. Or well, like forcibly dropping a fuckload of or of of a thousand bouncy balls into one of those racquetball courts. Oh, mm-hmm. because they would just bounce infinitely then. Because like it's just like one of those things like you're dropping them like all these bouncy balls, all these like things from being a child and like seeing like oh, put a quarter and get a bouncy ball of various size or whatever. Actually, I would be interested to see. Do you think about how how so if you dropped a bouncy ball from a thousand feet? How high do you think it would bounce? So, normally, if it was like, because uh, it'll hit terminal velocity way before then. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's gonna come. It's not gonna come up all the way top. It's not even gonna come up like like uh like seventy five percent of the way. It's probably gonna best case scenario, it would bounce back halfway. Do you think but it would disintegrate it when it hits the concrete? No, I don't think it would. They don't weigh enough. They they don't have enough like mass. I think they would bounce a lot. I think they would bounce probably maybe a quarter of the way back up in various directions because you're dropping a bunch of them. <coughs> but I think that's about it. 
but I still want to do it. So mm. I, I really like the YouTube channel, How Ridiculous. Yeah. It's probably my favorite YouTube channel. So this is a YouTube channel where, where they, they drop things from high heights on other things. And one of these That's literally all they do. And they're from Australia. And one of the places that they drop it from is like they have some. It's a 40 tower. meter tower. And like it's, when, the, when it's not being used for weather, they're allowed to just, just drop shit. Yep. Uh, but that's not where I'm going to drop shit from. So I'm going to bring this into a very dark place very quickly. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yep. I'm, I'm going to, because I want it, I want whatever I drop to be historical. All right. Like, I want to make a name for myself for my droppings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to, like, leave some droppings behind that, like, make history. Got it. So I am going to drop things from the World Trade Center on September 10th. All right. Uh, 2001. Uh, like, so, okay. <laughs> oh. yeah, no, so we're already going dark. We're yep. already going dark. Yep. Um, and I don't know how dark, how much more dark I can make it. Uh, but we're going to, we can only see, we, we, we can only see. So, uh, first I'm just going to start dropping pennies just to see, just to see how that feels. Right. And if that feels good, then we're going to go to bigger things. Is there any way it would not sound, feel good? There is not. Not even a little bit. Like, right. if you start dropping pennies off a tall building onto people below, you're going to feel great. So, just going to make this clear for the, anybody, any listeners, anything that's not a penny that Casey's gonna, about to describe, do not drop off from a high, <laughs> high location without clearing the space below. No, do not drop a penny! Like, don't do that! Well, you shouldn't, but a penny's probably fine, though. No, if that hits terminal velocity, that could kill a motherfucker. I don't know about that. Got the penny. Alright, well, you want to <laughs> test it? Not on myself, but maybe on somebody else. <laughs> maybe somebody else, but not penny. me. Then we do not endorse the dropping of pennies. We don't endorse from the World Trade Center in two thousand one. You got that, everybody? We, for, if you're in the year two thousand one, <laughs> we do not endorse dropping pennies. But anyway, because I, we've now established that we have tr uh, time travel. Yes. That's our time. Are we done bell? now? <laughs> <laughs> no. But, Do I not have to describe other things? You that would going. probably be good for me. No, you gotta keep going. All right. So, what is the most heinous thing that you can think of I could drop next? Because cow. you're wrong. A cow. A cow. A cow. cow. Why? Why would I drop a cow? You know how Cause how it hard it? Because it turns into hamburger at the bottom. Probably. That's not how that. That's not. No. Connect energy. I don't know. I might turn to hamburger. No, I was just going to drop Bibles next. I'm just going to drop those down. That would kill people. So would pennies. <laughs> I, I don't know about the, the terminal velocity for a penny. You're right. All right. Somebody. So what I'm going to do is because I want to warn New Yorkers about what's going to happen the next day, because I know what's going to happen, um, is I'm going to drop frogs. What? Yep. I'm basically bringing the plagues of Egypt down upon New Yorkers the previous day. It didn't work for Egypt. Why did it work for anyone anyway, else? Anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna do uh, frogs, right? So I'm I'm dropping frogs off, and if that doesn't work, then locusts, and if that doesn't work, a bunch of firstborn children. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if that doesn't work, the towers are falling. <laughs> All right. Oh my! <laughs> Way to make it darker. You, you you really did. You really did it. Why? I just used a Bible story. No, you're right. Take it to the <laughs> limit. 
Brian's having issues with the bells right yeah, now. Yeah, no, they they stopped working when Jesus left the studio. Jesus wept. <laughs> uh, uh, that's actually the short, shortest verse in John. Hmm? It's the shortest verse? It's the, it's the shortest verse in the Bible, but it's also uh, in the book of John. Jesus so, uh, wept. Also a lyric in the song Davidian. I know, but I, I know it's in the book of John. The band I, I was had in, on the album "Burn My Eyes." I ninety four. I actually Roadrunner Records. I actually memorized the entire book of John That's for uh, for Bible Why? quiz. It's crazy the Roadrunner decided to create its own uh, record company. <laughs> Speaking of Anvil. <laughs> <laughs> Get a fucking anvil in the desert. <laughs> the Acme Company, you dumbass. Is that the precursor to Amazon? No. Oh. Acme was way better. They provided all the shit like rockets and stuff. Rockets, pianos. It's the precursor anvils, to Blackwater. And that's pretty much it. That's where you got your sound effect for what you're. <laughs> that's where you got your sound effect for what you expect a piano to sound like uh, when you dropped it. Yeah. Like yeah, no, basically, Acme was run by Oliver North, so I don't know, fine. man. If if you, uh, <laughs> you just all you need to do, I found in the cartoons, is you got to make that little brown got, dog. Like, you got to make deep him laugh. Cuts this episode. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Well, you got any more military contractors you want to bring up? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I had Blackwater, Ollie North. Um, all known for dropping anvils from airplanes <laughs> <laughs> on civilian populations. Oh my god. All right. That's not what Contra is about. That was in Iran. Alright, guys, if you enjoyed this episode. We don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> uh, or you guys would like to have us talk about something that's not military contractors or terrorist events on our own soil. Uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash blindnessstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnessgrudninja. And we'll see you guys next week. We love you. So he says. 